You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Huge thanks to Oklahoma Agrotourism for helping set this podcast up. Hundreds of farms and ranches across the state of Oklahoma invite you to explore and experience the intersection of agriculture and tourism. Oklahoma's growing adventure. Pet a pig, help with a harvest, lie around at the lodge, wind down with a wine and more. However, you want to experience agriculture? Let Oklahoma Agrotourism be your guide. Start your adventure at oklahomaagrotourism.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike and here, your host, back with another episode coming to you from Paul Husker today um, with Neil Fisher to talk about Old West um, Buffalo. And the links will be in the description of the podcast. You can go check that out, the Instagram and the website, while we're talking about it. Um, but, you know, Paul Husk has recently been in, in the news because of obviously the movie that's going on that's been, you know, some famous people are in town, I guess, and it's all over the news. Uh, but, uh, Neil, I appreciate you joining me today and excited to, to learn more about the business and your background. Uh, but before we do, what's it like being up in that part of the country and part of the state while this movie is going on? Uh, everyone I see is all, no one's, I haven't spoken to someone that actually live, is living there right now. So what's that like? Well, thanks, Mike, for this opportunity to share about what we're doing. And just some backstory. I did spend two years working in Hollywood in the music industry, so I'm not unfamiliar with large productions. Uh Now, the fact that Apple Studios invaded Osage County is a big story. It's it's like there was a day two weeks ago where downtown looked like a street on the strip in Vegas. There was so many people. I think people were absolutely shocked. Mm -hmm. And the the movie has a large cast and crew and, you know, things. So it's been um, interesting. I think, you know, as far as Osage County, we're new to Osage County. We moved here from Colorado last September. So during 2020 and we opened our. Buffalo experience, including with a Buffalo dinner theater, a three hour show we designed and wrote. We did that in two years in, in Colorado prior to the COVID shutdown. And 2020 was a zero year for us. We, we, the state didn't allow events of more than 10 people. And you can't really, we normally had 150 at our events. So if there was a year to figure out if we wanted to recalculate our whole thing and move which we never planned on it. And, and to go somewhere where the weather allows us to be open for a longer period of time in Colorado, because of the snow and our elevation in the mountains, we had a four month season. We have about a 10 month season here, which we yeah. So that's what happened last year. We, we moved to Oklahoma and quite frankly, as we drove around Oklahoma, we had no idea that that Osage County was even on the radar for us. We looked much more West south southeast mm-hmm. it's only kind of by an accident we ended up driving through tulsa and coming back through pahuska and my experience going through pahuska is where the heck am i this yeah. feels like an old west this feels like durango colorado i don't know if you've been to durango i, but have. I was west. there yeah a couple of years ago yeah it's a cool place it has a vibe of cowboys and then we just drove through it's like this isn't normal oklahoma this is different it feels like very it has a very distinctly real sense of the old west so we kind of adjusted our focus and our radar on this area to be able to move our attraction and that's what we did yeah we fell in love right of town it's beautiful this is a beautiful part of the state why oklahoma over obviously moving out of colorado into oklahoma to get more you know 
usable time, but why Oklahoma specifically? Why not Texas and Kansas? Well, this is much more than just come see the Buffalo. We, we actually have developed an experience and we tell the entire story of the Buffalo going back tens of thousands of years. And it ends up, this is the birthplace mm-hmm. of really many of those stories. This area of, you know, Northeast Oklahoma, Southeast Kansas, mm-hmm. it was the home of the Southern herd that was slaughtered off in the 1870s. Uh, a lot of, you know, the cultural combination of being on the Osage Indian Reservation, um, found out that our experience is on Highway 60, which is the Osage Heritage Trail, which focuses on Buffalo and their whole relationship. Um, there's just so many connections. And if you drive around Bartlesville or Pahuska, you see a buffalo or a bison everywhere. It's like the icon of the county. Yeah. So, I mean, and then there's, there's other things here. So it just really seemed like a perfect match. Mm-hmm. And yet we didn't know this place existed a year ago. Right. So it's really interesting that we actually took last year to found someone to buy our, our property, which was a venue and out of search going somewhere my wife had never been to Oklahoma before. And we found a place. I, I think some of our friends thought we actually disappeared in a witness relocation program because it was so <laughs> fast. It happened like lightning quick. We found this property. We found a property we really liked and it's right on the highway. It's perfect for our shows. And we moved and we lived in Colorado our entire lives, except for a short time when I worked in the music business in California. Yeah. So here we are. And uh, we've had people come out from Colorado and go, I had no idea Columbus is pretty. We have giant trees. We have behind our house, we have 180 foot pine trees and we have just, it's just gorgeous. And it's, and it's really feels like uh, it kind of has a character of part like Southwest Tennessee without as much humidity and bugs. I mean, it's beautiful rolling Hills. The Osage County is, and the Osage Hills are a real beautiful area naturally. So that's, that's part of the attraction is just the beauty of the area also in terms of. Right. So, so from, from listening to what you're saying, it sounds like you're, you're involved with Buffaloes and events, obviously before you moved to Oklahoma, tell me a little bit about how you get into, you know, having Buffalo and just that whole history, uh, you know, and, and interested in the history as well. Well, I tell some people, you better watch out when you buy a house of real estate, cause you might, it may change your life. And, and actually, literally we, we had horses at the time, never imagined having Buffalo. We put an offer on a 30 acre property and the people owned Buffalo and they threw it in the contract. So we all of a sudden we own Buffalo. That's a true story. So good. Now, what are you going to do with them? So sometimes, you know, you just say, okay, we, we didn't want to slaughter them. I mean, there were two females. So we ended up starting a herd and we uh, bought a property in Colorado, which is still owned in family, a ranch. And so we raised them there since 1999. And as we had people come up, we realized people liked to not just see them, but they'd like to be close to them. And they like to figure what these things are up close. And you see people trying to do that Yellowstone with not such great results. Yeah. You know, you can end up in the hospital getting too close to a bison bull in Yellowstone. Uh, we have a large bull um, that kids have affectionately called Woody that is huge. And you, he actually likes people. You can get real close to him up on our wagon ride. And people of all ages, kids and adult Men and women giggle when they actually have their first encounter with Woody yeah. and they're feeding them. So it's, it's a fun experience. We got into this really kind of not expecting to, to develop a, a unique attraction. It's just kind of unfolded. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of it is sharing our love and passion for Buffalo, or we call them Buffalo. But our, our event takes place in 1884. We have an old West Town that we've developed. Uh, we have an old Saloon Theater. It takes you right back to that period, kind of the gold, you know, the, the old West 
And back then people referred to him as Buffalo. It wasn't really more until later on the word bison was, was kind of took over as a scientific name, but it's, it, either one works. Yeah. We're not caught up on that. Yeah. And, and t- tell me, I know, look at what you, again, listening to what you've been saying, you know, taking the event space and, and putting on events and, and really telling a story um, of history, you're drawing from your previous, you know, experiences in music and in entertainment to put on a show, right? Like it's sometimes, you know, it's hard when you go, when I was a kid and I'd go and see history tours and I'd be bored out of my mind because the person giving the tour didn't really seem to care. But it seems like you really have, you know, really made this interactive and a lot of fun for people to learn. Well, we decided if we we're going to do something truly unique, is that boring would be a long ways from what we're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That we actually took the idea of Western adventure and put it on steroids. So our, our three hour dinner theater show was such a riot that people were getting arrested being poachers at our dinners. It was hilarious. And we had a Wyatt Earp that scared kids. And I said, you know, as long as you're not doing anything, but he <clears throat> truly, he was a fun person in our show. Now we, we plan to launch our dinner theater shows here in November mm-hmm. as, as the environment for larger groups getting together comes back. You know, this is a process we're all in after 2020 is that, you know, everybody is kind of readjusting to, life after last year. And that fortunately this year, you know, most of our experience is outdoors. It's safe. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, we built, uh, we had a large commercial building on this property that we turned into, turned it from a diesel garage into one of the most uh, unique and fun uh, Western theaters I've been in. It's got uh, nine beautiful golden chandeliers. It's got a balcony. It's got a trading post in there. It's got a beautiful big fireplace. Um, it's really fun. So people walk in, I think it creates the setting for something special is going to happen. And then we, we have a large screen that comes down and we play our film. Uh, my wife, who's a writer and, and I um, did the research over the last year to write this film. It's about 14 minutes long. It covers the entire history of the bison. And it's not historically, it is historically accurate, but it's not a boring movie. It tells the story, their story through the individuals who both, slaughtered him off and through who saved him. And there was a great, it's a great tragic story. And it's also an epic heroic story of those individuals who once they realized that they were going to be down to, there were less than several hundred bison in our country alive in the late 1880s. It took the act of individuals to actually, not the government, the government turned a blind eye, but the individual stepped in and said, we're going to save this species from extinction. Yeah. So we tell those stories and those people are really interesting. The real story, right? Like it's, it is the real story. And you know, it's something to know facts and figures about something, but it doesn't mean you know something when you know, when you know someone's story, you know, that person. Mm -hmm. So people, when they, when they walk away from our experience, our, our nightly experience, we're doing at seven o'clock during the summer is a 90 minute experience where you walk away, not only have hand fed a bison and you're really close to them, you know, their story. So it's much more, awareness of all they've been through, what they survived through these horrific times. They survived 4,000 year droughts, 8,000 years ago. They survived when everything else didn't. There's a lot to really respect about these animals. Yeah. I, and I've been fortunate enough to be around them and, and, you know, kind of scratch their nose or whatever. And it's, I didn't realize how hard that bison head is, right? Like, I mean, 
And how much hair is on it too. And how thick that hair is on their face. It's Mm -hmm. incredibly thick. I mean, they, they're just tough animals. Yeah. Yeah. And and now, now some animals, most bison you go up to, they're pretty indifferent towards people. In fact, I would say most of them were standoffish or they just don't care. Now we've been working with this one. We raised our current group of bison that we're using in these shows from calves and we've had them for nine years and we've kept some of their calves in this group. So it's basically five generations of Buffalo all in one group of about 30. Yeah. So they're very comfortable. It's like their extended family reunion they're together with. So, um, and when people come to us, we've created an experience where you're part of their herd. We have only 22 people per show. So there's more bison than people. Uh, you're on a ride that goes down through a kind of a wild part of Osage County back where there's ponds and trees and bison kind of fit into this wild landscape. It's really a magical experience. Yeah. Uh, well, for people listening, man, t- t- I mean, when, when someone shows up, tell me about that experience and, and I mean, sell it to them. I'm, I'm excited to hear all about it. Well, <clears throat> when people show up, we... Uh, they they park in front of our old west town and they get to see you know it includes a a trading post apothecary a, a bank a, tr- a saloon and a jail and there's a board you built that too right yes we did and so that's that's all made out of really cool cedar and oak and then they walk in to our trading post where we get them checked in they see a lot of very unique bison gifts and from there when everybody gets there we go into the theater we start our show with kind of a background story. Um, we have music playing. We always have music playing at our place. It's all about music. But then we, we start our film and we tell them about this hor- hor- horrific, tragic story that had a happy ending that they survived their near slaughter. But it really, you know, what we do is we set up getting them to be interested of, everyone talks about conservation, be a conservationist today. You know, the movement of saving the planet. Well. How did that all really start in America? It started with the, the, the near slaughter of the bison started the conservation movement. So we're giving people some, some true understanding of how, what a conservationist is and how it started. And conservation is about stewardship of the land, of our animals, our water, our air. And animals are a big part of conservation in our country. And we tell people, you know, <clears throat> hundreds and hundreds of years ago before this was settled, um, America was, had more animals and wildlife in the plains than Africa had in the African Serengeti, more species of birds. I mean, this was a place that was magical. You don't actually think of Kansas being that way, but it was. Right. But when the bison were slaughtered off, all these other birds and animals really went with them. The whole ecosystem collapsed. So it's, you know, we go take them back to a time kind of to letting them know how, the, how this used to be. And, and it's important for us to protect our natural resources, our parks, our natural wonders like Yellowstone for future generations, because those are truly special. Yeah. No, and you're right. I mean, you see that, you know, this, the, I mean, thankfully there's a TV show now about Yellowstone and all the rest of it. Hopefully that's drawing some awareness to how beautiful this place is. And you mentioned Durango and, you know, towns like that, that, they need to survive, don't they? They need to yeah. keep doing what they're doing and not have, you know. And I didn't forget, I forget to finish our experience. So after the film, we, we talk about, <clears throat> you know, it's, it is in the 1880s during our show and there's only several hundred left. So we go out to see if we can find any of those remaining bison mm-hmm. in the wild. 
So that's part of our experience. We get in the rag and get everybody. We have about 22 to 24 people we can take at a time. You load it up in our wagon. We go back and it's uh, an adventure going to look for the buffalo. Sometimes mm-hmm. we see them right away. Sometimes it takes a while. But when they find them, it's kind of a fun get together. We spend 20 to 25 minutes just with the herd. Yeah. Just kind of hang out there. People have a bucket of feed. They just kind of soak in being in around the herd of the bison. It's very interesting experience and then after that rides over we have a upstairs in our balcony we have a three walls of, of pictures and stories about the heroes who saved the buffalo so we finish up with their individual stories mm-hmm. and we tell people about you know our future plans for our dinner theater shows that we hope to start this fall yeah i'm, so excited. Great yeah. Experience. I'm excited to hear and uh, i mean my parents who hopefully will come out this fall if they're allowed to leave the uk uh I think they would love that. Like they would love to come out, you know, and, and see that experience and, and take it in because I, I mean, I, I'm sure there are others out there that are, that are, you know, do something that's, you know, come out and pet a Buffalo and, and do that. But I highly doubt there's people who go to the level that you guys go to. Not that we found, I don't think anybody that has Buffalo thinks like we do, you know, I mean, we're once again, I mean, kind of our DNA is, uh, creative, you know, creative design and entertainment. And so this is, this is fully a wildlife experience with a lot of entertainment thrown in. Yeah. So that's what the fun part is. Right. It's music, it's the stories, it's the fun, it's, you know, our Buffalo who love people, which is unique. Um, and at the end of the day, you walk away saying, well, I don't think I'll forget this experience. Now, you know, that doesn't happen very often when you go out to look for something to do. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of fun in that sense that we're creating something that sticks with people for a very long time. Right. And they can bring their families along or they can come as a couple. It seems like anybody of all ages can come and enjoy this. Quite often we'll see grandparents, their kids and their grandkids, three generations. It's a great experience. Or if you don't have grandkids, you just want to come out. We have a lot of couples that come out and then we have just a lot of nature lovers and animal lovers come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who doesn't love animals? Exactly. Uh, especially when you're watching them in their natural, you know, habitat hanging, you know, just mm-hmm. roll in their hood and yeah, on a peaceful Oklahoma night, I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's an experience that, that most people should, should definitely, you know, take the time out of their, their year or travel or whatever and come take, take it in. Mm-hmm. And I'd encourage, we have a, we just launched our website, which is very detailed about the experience. We have a large photo gallery, mm-hmm. we have video testimonials. So you'll learn a lot at oldwestbuffalo.com for, yeah. you know, what the experience will be and get into our, our, you know, you'll see kind of our flair for entertainment, which I think people are always, I mean, entertainment, fun is in short supply these days. I can say this, you know, seems like even live music is hard to find anymore after yeah. 2020. So I think people are really craving a very fun time and a lot of excitement and fun. And that's really what we yeah. can create. And on the website, do you guys um, like rent out your space for events as well? Uh, we do. It seats up to inside our theater. We can seat 160 people for dinners. Uh, if we include the um, the balcony and the big deck, we can go up to about 200. Mm-hmm. And that deck is um, about 60 by 24. It's covered and it faces the bison can come right up to the deck. I mean, it's there's bison fencing on the deck. People can, you know, for like our dinners, we'd rent it out that we have uh, experiences we can kind of have it set up where the bison can come right up and guests can hand feed them there. So that's yeah. kind of fun too. 
I'm sure. Uh, I mean, have you had a wedding yet? Or, uh, uh, we haven't had a wedding here, although our very first event was a conference uh, for about a hundred people that we, uh, we had in May. Yeah. And so we took multiple trips out in the wagon and, and uh, had a, uh, a catered meal and uh, it was a great event. People really loved it. Yeah. So once again, you can see photos of that event on our website. Um, it's very uh, upscale Western. Um, you know, we, we, we ended up having to get about a hundred thousand pounds of both uh, red and white oak, cedar and walnut to finish the inside of our theater. That's a lot of wood. That's a lot of wood. And hopefully yeah. before the prices went up as well. Well, yeah, we, we were really fortunate to find a, a mill that actually did a lot of custom work for us. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Cause that could have gone. I mean, it wasn't in this state though. I, I'm glad I have a semi to haul it. So. Yes, no doubt. Uh, but it's it's really a fun experience. And once again, there's some nice photos of the inside on our website. Yeah, I, for people listening, I'll post a link to the website in the description uh, and the Instagram page too. Uh, what is kind of like, so, so when you got into, like when you get given, when you buy this property in Colorado and there's bison or buffalo on, on the property and it's written in the contract, uh, I guess at the time you're like, what do we do with these animals? Right. And then does now, you know, now you're, now they're part of your life, right? They're a huge part of your life. What is like the interesting things that you learned along the way that you never knew? Well, <clears throat> I really didn't know. I had no idea these animals were so smart. First of all, mm. they're incredibly intelligent. There's also a spiritual nature to these animals and we've been around horses and cattle. And they're just different. There's something, you know, the, the Native Americans talk a lot about the, their, their relationship with their, their brothers, and there's a spiritual tie. And if you spend any amount of time with these animals, you can say, this is no cow, this is no horse, this is no other animal. There's something unique about bison. The neat thing is it's, it's kind of, I think it's unique. If, if you're a person that you're really in tune with animals, I think you really like being around these animals. They're very peaceful. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a very busy life working in real estate in Colorado when we first got into ranching. And for me to get away and spend a day with a bison, my, literally my blood pressure would co go way down. It was just a very enjoyable experience to get away to the ranch and just hang out with a bison. Yeah. And forget, you know, all the deals coming up I have to deal with next week. Um, but, you know, it's, it is fun. And the other thing about them is that they – they have really good memories. I mean, they, they, I mean, they know me and they recognize me and other people who come up to our ranch and other people they didn't recognize. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. But as much as anything else, I just, it's their majesty. I mean, these are, these are very beautiful animals, the way they're designed. I mean, how they were created to, to have such, I mean, they can run at full speed and turn 90 degrees I know because I've chased sometimes some down with a, with a pickup or something like that to, to try to get, keep them or move them or I don't do that very much, but I've literally seen bison at full speed turn like they plant their feet and they go 90 degrees full speed. That it's, it's, you wouldn't believe it if you saw it. It's so cool. These animals are so strong in their front quarters. They're so muscular and they can jump. They can jump a five foot fence standing flat footed. They're very athletic. <laughs> Now ours don't want to, they like being, they like us. And, you know, yeah. we kind of have a great connection. Um, and the other thing about them is that they are curious. These animals, um, when we do anything different, they're trying to figure out what we're doing. 
you know, created, we created a bison lock where our wagon can go in and then we can kind of lock ourselves in. And if the bison get in this lock area, they can only go out with us. So it's kind of gated both sides. And they were trying to figure this out for like the first four or five days. It's hilarious. And they're like, what is, how is this working? <laughs> and they realized they couldn't get out in one way. So they lost their interest. But, you know, once again, that's an interesting fact about bison. They really, it's like they're looking or studying things on how does this work or how, you know, how can I get from A to you know, this side of the fence to that side of the fence? Yeah. That's fascinating. Awesome. Yeah. And then you have these experiences, right? And you learn these experiences and get to see them firsthand. And I'm sure like it's, I mean, yeah, being in the industry in real estate myself, like I'm sure they're great having them around just to walk around with and get out and and Mm de-stress. I'm imagining better. Um, So you've been in Oklahoma now, what, eight months almost since September last year, something like that. Uh, yeah, we, we, we bought this property in September. There was a lot of cleanup involved mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, we, we basically put, you know, we, we, we had about six months of construction time, which yeah. replaced in Colorado took us two years to build. But the yeah. second time you do something, you actually really know exactly what you want to do. It's we, not we, as it more, not as expensive and it takes half the well, time. <laughs> You know, when we first designed this in Colorado, we had a good idea, but after we ran it a year, there were a couple of things saying, you know, we could do this, this, and this to make this experience better. We never thought we were going to actually have to rebuild it. So since we did rebuild, this was very customized. Our space in Colorado was more like a wedding venue with Buffalo attached. This is truly a Buffalo experience for the moment you get on the property. It was just custom designed after we had hundreds and hundreds of people experience this, their feedback gave us a lot of great insights to how to make it better. Yeah. So that was the, uh, the good side. The bad side is it was a lot of energy and trying to build anything in Pahuska during the movie. It's hard to find labor and people to actually work. So, you know, it was a little more challenging than we envisioned, but we, the space turned out just everything we hoped for it. Very beautiful. Uh, we love where we are. We're four minutes from west of town, right on Highway 60. You can, from the mercantile, where everyone see, wants to see the Pioneer Woman, we're five minutes away, and we're very easy to find. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a really easy to access. We're right on Highway 60. We have good, good parking. We yeah. can have tour buses. We booked our first tour bus for next year already. Oh, awesome. What's it, what's it like being in Oklahoma for the last seven to eight months? What's that been like for you, like coming from Colorado and – I mean, like you said, you didn't really, you stumble stumbled across where you are now and didn't expect it to look as good as it does. But any any other things that kind of stood out to you of your time here and you plan to stay here? You know, for well, a long we time? like the people. I mean, we like we like the you know the cowboy life culture here. Uh, it's very agrarian in nature. Not loving the humidity. The bison have. Uh, Basically, we were going to do some afternoon shows and they decided they would rather go swimming than to be on the show. So they go into the ponds in the afternoon, they get in the water. Yeah. Uh, and, and it is hot. We have a bull that actually kind of hides out a bit during the day and he, we just don't see him. He's got this little spot that's right at the end of the pond. There's a dam where the wind comes, kind of the breeze comes up on this incline right by the dam. And he's got this little hideout. It is the coolest place on the property. He found it. Now I would like to put my chair there, but he's already <laughs> taken so I don't think he's going to let me sit with him. But right. I literally walked right next to him trying to find him because he, you know, he was like, obviously he's found a nice, cool place to be during these hot, humid days. And we have had more uh, heat and humidity than it's normal in June for Oklahoma. But um, 
you know, it's been hot all over the country. So it's, it's right. certainly not, it's just that we're adjusting to, uh, from the real dry climate to a more a climate that can be dry sometimes and sometimes can be humid. We love the fact that it's four seasons here. So that's, that's nice. And I like the fact that there's a long spring where it's 75 or 80 degrees for three months. And uh, in Colorado in the mountains, we didn't get spring. We had big snows all the way till Memorial Day. Wow. And then all of a sudden, sometime in June, it turned nice and we had summer. Yeah. yeah. So every place is different. Colorado is a beautiful place. Uh, Oklahoma has its charm and beauty. Lots of trees, lots of, because of the rain, uh, we have uh, all kinds of beautiful trees and bushes. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, well, Neil, I mean, thanks so much for taking the time out. I know you have an event tonight, uh, so I want to be mindful of your time, but I really appreciate you uh, you, you taking the time out and, and to share some stories. Uh, one last thing for people listening. Um, I, I mean, if they're not already sold on coming out, I mean, you know, how, what's the best way to get in touch? Website, how do they book? What are you, know, well, planning the show for the fall? All that stuff. Yeah, it's, just check our website. All our events are ticketed, so you need a ticket to get in. And... Um, then, you know, if you, if you want a fun experience with your kids, that it's a lifetime memory. Uh, this is one of those things. I mean, you can go to the zoo, but you don't remember when you went to the zoo, you will remember when you get slimed by a bison that will always be in blaze. People get, these, they read, they can't wait to wash their hands, but there's some of them are like, I can't believe I actually got slimed by a bison. Okay. Right. And that's, that's an experience. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. And also it's a great, experience with other people this is a great thing not just for you but if you have friends and we've had people come into town to visit you know like a reunion group or with extended family this is a great thing just for uh, memories with other people so you know we're happy to have you out here we'd like to have you be part of our herd for even 90 minutes uh first weekend in november is national bison day and that's when we're launching our uh dinner theater shows those will be both Friday night and Saturday night. So you can look for those things. I'm sure those will sell out on our website and that's a fun experience. We'll have more about that in the future, yeah. but we hope you come uh, and uh, roam with the Buffalo here in Osage County. I, w I would love to, and I'm going to send the website to my parents and hopefully whenever I find out when they're coming over, we uh, will be planning a trip up for sure. Cause I know my mom would love to go to the mercantile anyway. I think she might've already been the last time she came here, but so she knows, you know, what's up there, but she definitely doesn't know about this. So. All right. Well, um, hopefully we'll get a chance to meet her sometime. Yeah. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you coming on the podcast uh, for everyone listening. I'll post the link to uh, the website and the social media and we will catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you, Mike. Huge thanks to Oklahoma Agrotourism uh, for helping set this podcast up. Hundreds of farms and ranches across the state of Oklahoma invite you to explore and experience the intersection of agriculture and tourism. Oklahoma's growing adventure. Pet a pig, help with a harvest, lie around at the lodge, wind down with a wine and more. However, you want to experience agriculture? Let Oklahoma Agrotourism be your guide. Start your adventure at oklahomaagrotourism.com. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.